When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Mick Jones of Foreigner, and you're listening to Pantheon Podcast. History in Five Songs. With host Martin Popoff. A production of Pantheon Podcasts. Let's rock out with Martin. Hello once again. Welcome back to another episode of History in Five Songs with Martin Popoff, brought to you by the good people at Pantheon Podcast. We are pleased, as always, to be part of this vast Pantheon Podcast network. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, and over 40 other podcast platforms. All right. So, um, this is episode 77. Wow, we're getting up there. Um, We are going to be calling this one Southern Rock by Proxy. Um, I don't exactly know what the word proxy means, but you'll get the drift here. This is essentially an episode about bands that always felt like Southern Rock bands, or maybe when I was younger, I even thought they were from the South. And even sometimes in some of these cases, you know, your mind wanders, your mind slips, and you forget where, you know, you forget various rock trivia, you forget where a band is from, and you just keep thinking they're from the South, and you have to be reminded that they're not from the South sort of thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, I always thought these were all uh, interesting cases, and, uh, and they all represent something a little bit different. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's get into it. Um, let's, okay, let's take a listen to this first one and then, uh, we shall discuss, but yeah, these all have kind of different dynamics to the way that they are or aren't Southern rock bands, uh, kind of thing. Um, so let's kick this off. Uh, take a listen to this. This is Point Blank with Rock and Roll Hideaway. On the road, playing rock and roll. First All right, so we've got Point Blank in here. Uh, Why do we have Point Blank in here? Well, it's because I didn't want to play you ZZ Top again. Uh, We've done ZZ Top before. What have we done shows on? We've done shows on... um making the blues interesting for metalheads. Um, and that crosses over with this episode. We had one recently, pretty popular episode, called Southern Rot, where we talked about Southern rock bands getting uh, kind of commercial. Um, so yeah, there's there's a little bit of crossover uh, with some of these bands, um, but I think I've done ZZ Top on this show before. I wanted to uh, I wanted to play a different band, um, and uh, and this illustrates the the problem quite well. So the big problem here is um, if you're from Texas, are you a Southern rock band? This is a band from uh, Irving, Texas, Irvine, Texas. Um, I believe um probably getting that uh i don't know if it's irvine or irving um but uh yeah these guys are basically the baby 
the baby ZZ Top. Um, Lone Wolf Productions, Bill Ham, who we just lost recently. That's a whole story in itself. Uh, when we were doing the ZZ Top movie, we were trying to get an interview with him over and over and over. Um, it kept getting delayed. He didn't want to do it. Secretive guy to the end, and then he died. Um, but uh, we got access to the archive and stuff, which is a- another cool story in itself. Um, but uh, anyways, um, so so Bill Ham, this is this is uh, essentially like I say, the baby ZZ Top. They're from Texas. They have such a Southern rock uh, sound, as you can tell from from that. I could have put these guys in the Southern rot episode as well because um, they uh, they went kind of that commercial feel with uh, later albums like Airplay, talk about a title there, and On a Roll um, with not very Southern rock uh, covers, but. They totally fit in this thing uh, because they definitely had a, a huge Southern rock sound. Uh, they're kind of famous for uh, covering Highway Star, believe it or not. Um, but yeah, the, the first album's got like a like a big uh, shotgun pointed right at you. Totally looks like a Southern rock album with the you know the uh, the 3D uh, silver kind of uh, logo, uh, gun on the back. Um, the second one's called Second Season, and they're all sitting out uh, on chairs in front of a hammock out in the country. Totally, totally Southern rock-looking cover, kind of green sepia tone. That's that's a thing. That's a theme as well. These uh, these sepia tone sort of uh, pictures, but lots of beards, lots of mustaches. In fact, I'm looking at the Second Season. Uh, five guys in the band. They all have beards and mustaches. They're all wearing blue jeans. Uh, and two of them are wearing cowboy hats and one of them has a hat on his knee. Um, that's what this uh, song we played was off of. Um, but yeah, so this, so this Texas problem, I mean, problem, I mean, it's, it's a problem for us who want to categorize all these things, I suppose. But yeah, I, I had a, had an old out of date or out of date, out of print, um, book called, um, uh, the Southern Rock Review, which was 400 uh, record reviews. And, you know, the big issue there, and it turned into a debate when it came out, like, do you include ZZ Top? Because to me, ZZ Top uh, could have been in this episode. They're a quintessential, quintessential sounding Southern Rock band, I think. Um, and and Point Blank fits, fits right in there as well. Um, you know, do you include, see, Southern Rock, you can go, I mean, do you go a little bluesy and include Stevie Ray Vaughan in this? Because, okay, is that is that a blues band? Is that a, a, a guitar hero band? Uh, it's a Texas band, so, I mean, do you, do you include them in here? And then you can go further, uh, you know, across from the, the, the hub into the spokes of the wheel and... Uh, you you could look at bands like Nitzinger, John Nitzinger, um, and Blood Rock. Um, you know all of these bands. I actually um, I had this book series, this Yield Metal book series, where I've written up the story of a Nitzinger album, a Blood Rock album, and a Point Blank album. Um, you know these are these are mostly out of print. I think I have the seventy nine book still. I can still supply the seventy three to seventy five and the seventy six, but not the seventy seven, not the first one, not the seventy eight. Um, but uh, but yeah, Point Blank was in there, and uh, it's a little bit poignant for me because um, you know these guys I would are were interviewing for for these uh, for the Point Blank one. I I think I interviewed two or three guys, and a couple of them or all of them uh, have died now. They've literally had. 
uh, six members of that band uh, who have now passed on. The last surviving founding member is Buzzy Gruen. Um, but uh, yeah, singer and founding member member John O'Daniel, which I'm pretty sure I interviewed for the book. He died from cancer um, November 17th, 2018. You know, unfortunately, that's another big Southern rock thing, isn't it? Um, band members dying. Um, you look at Skinner, you look at Molly Hatchet. Those are the two most egregious examples. Almond Brothers. But yeah, so the, so this is a band that uh, that you know if you're going to include ZZ Top, you got to include Point Blank. I think I included both of these uh, in that uh, in that Southern Rock book. Okay, so moving on. Um, yeah, just just to just, I'm not sure I said this, but yeah, six albums between 1976 and 1982. They came back and uh, and reformed and did some stuff later on too. So that's another thing Southern rock bands do a lot, right? Break up and then come back. Um, all right, so moving on. Take a listen to this. This is Little Feet with "Hate to Use Your Lovin." All right, I just love Little Feet to death. Uh, one of the greatest live shows I ever saw. Um, you know, this is the in one of the later lineups when they had uh, Sean Murphy, the female vocalist, dual vocalist, up there on stage. I saw them at the Phoenix here in Toronto. They were unbelievable. They were so good. This Hate to Use Your Lovin' is off of the Reunion album. They broke up in 79. They came back in 88. This album, uh, Let It Roll, actually went gold. And they, they've done a little better than I thought they did. They have four gold records. But the thing with this band, of course, uh, is that they're from California. They're they're kind of a splinter group off from uh, Frank Zappa's Mothers of Invention. Um, And they're critically, critically acclaimed. People love this band, uh, but they are a California band. Uh, and, And I always, I mean, a lot of people who don't, kind of think about these things think they're like a southern rock band because they have this strong association with new orleans they have slide uh in their sound um they have funkiness in their their sound they had a lot of members in the band a lot of mustaches and beards and stuff like that um lowell george classic classic um you know, old rock and roll legend died of uh, died of heroin uh, overdose or abuse, uh, and um, but yeah, people love 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 this band. In fact, um, you know, J- Jimmy Page is said to have said they were his favorite band back in 1975. He said that, and you know, I've personally heard from the likes of Pete Agnew from from Nazareth and Roger Glover who who adore these guys. You know, Roger Glover's solo career even goes kind of to little feet sort of places. Nazareth even has a little bit I I find once in a while a little feet influence. Um so yeah, rock stars love this band, but uh, where's my little feet stuff here? So um you know, they have the, the guys in the band, we've got Paul Barrier, Sam Clayton, Ken, Kenny Gradney, Richie Hayward, who I interviewed on the bus, fond memory, he's now passed on, Bill Payne, Fred Taggett. They even sound like Southern rockers in their names. Um, you know, they've got later albums called things like Kicking at the Barn. 
Uh, let's see. Waiting for Columbus. All this, you know, all this sort of like uh, neon parks um, artwork that looks a little bit like, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Buffett, Florida kind of, uh, you know, celebratory in the sun look. They've got a live album called High High Wire Act live in St. Louis. So there's a there's a little southern rockiness to you. They've got an album called Dixie Chicken, and uh, and the song itself is is completely southern rock sounding. So yeah, a lot of slide in in what they do, and they you know they come from the southern rock end of things that um that leans towards uh, the Almond Brothers. You know I always hear you know three bands said at the same time Almond Brothers. Uh, Little Feet and Steely Dan, um, you know, so so they come from the sophisticated uh, muso virtuo, virtuosic sort of feel, um, you know, very kind of complex rhythms, polyrhythms coming out of Richie Hayward, um, just kind of cool, complicated songs, but they don't, but they make it sound easy. So yeah, it is a little bit like Almond Brothers, that sort of sublime uh, jazziness, funkiness, you know, complicatedness. Um, but a great, great band. Uh, what else we got here? Here's a couple more of my little feats. We got representing the Mambo. Again, this kind of Neon Parks uh, album art. Time Loves a Hero. You know, very deserty sort of look to it. Um, and there's my copy of Let It Roll. Um, so yeah, just uh, just very much feel like a southern rock band, and you almost sort of you know you 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 kind of forget that they're not from down there. And you know this this brings up another point that I wanted to say. You, you like remember there was that big huge country rock revival with Eagles and Poco and J D Souther and Linda Ronstadt and who else was from there? All those kinds of bands, um, and 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 these guys fit at Flying Burrito Brothers, Birds, um, and these guys kind of fit in that, but they're a little more rock and roll. They're a little more, frankly, interesting. I, I mean, I love Little Feet. Little Feet's one of my favorite bands, but just very, very cool, cool band. Um, but they sound very Southern rock, and again, very Almond Brothers sort of Southern rock. All right, that's two. Let's take a short break. We will be right back. Okay, back again here on History in Five Songs with Martin Popoff. This is called Southern Rock by Proxy, episode 77. Take a listen to this next track. We're on to track number three. This is the Pat Travers Band with Getting Better. All right, so maybe a bit of a weird choice, you might think. Um, Pat Travers, uh, originally from Ottawa, Canada, which uh, isn't even out in the country. It's a city, not a huge city, but and not even much of a rock and roll city. I mean, it's kind of known for Exciter came from there, Annihilator, uh, Jeff Waters came from there. Um, but um, so Pat Travers, uh, a Canadian, um, but he also, he, he moves to England for a while and there he picks up Nico McBrain, a, an English dude, Mars Cowling, English dude. Uh, this is actually off of, uh, off of that album. Um, you know, with, that was a trio album with Nico. Uh, this is his third album, putting it straight. Um, but as you can tell, a very funky sound. He's kind of a bluesy rock guitarist with some funk. What does that sound like? It sounds like Southern rock to me. Um, 
Also some hard rock. So Southern rock is also known for its hard rock, right, as well. Um, And I think his voice sounds pretty Southern rock. He's got kind of a bluesy voice to him. Um, And, you know, so so later on, I, I mean, right after this album, he gets Tommy Aldridge in the band, who's from Black Oak, Arkansas. Very southern boy, looks like a farm boy, you know, wiry, skinny dude, um, you know, big, big kind of, kind of reddish, weird sort of afro uh, on, on him. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, so he gets a southerner in his band, and, um, and you know, another, another reason, like, like just one of these weird reasons why, why um, some of this stuff, and uh, you know, the next one I'm going to say as well. But um, the Go for What You Know live album with those, with those outdoor live shots on the back, you know. When, when anytime I see, anytime I see one of those big outdoor rock stadiums, you know, sunny '70s things, it feels like that took place in the South somewhere. Uh, and so it it always makes me think of a of a Southern rock band for some reason. But the main point there is that even on that album and Crash and Burn, you you've you've got like um, snorting whiskey, drinking cocaine, and uh, and go all night and Evie and these these good heat in the street, you know, with that with them sitting out on the street. Granted, it's a city, so you don't think really Southern rock with cities, but you know, out outside like that, and they're all sitting in their in their like swim trunks. And what do we got here? There's putting it straight, Black Pearl, making magic. So making magic, he's out in the out out in the sort of deserty, you know, with sun in the background. Crash and Burn has a big kind of a hot, hot red planet cover. Heat in the street, of course, is the one where they're all in their swim trunks just laying around on the on the lawn furniture and everybody is super hot. So it totally looks like a Southern Rock album cover, um, which brings up the other reason you think of Pat Travers as a Southern Rock guy. Um, so he he long 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 time ago moved to Florida. So so you always think of him as a Florida man. To quote Buck Darmoff, the new Blue Oyster Cult album. There's actually a song called Florida Man. You don't think of him as a Florida man, but here he is proclaiming that he is. Uh, but Pat Travers, uh, so Flor- he's he's essentially a Florida guy. Um, and uh, you know, and the and the other thing uh, about Pat is that he went and made all those blues rock albums later on. And what does that sound like? That sounds like Southern rock as well. So so he's done lots of things to make you think he's sort of a Southern rock dude. All right, and and you know the funkiness. You think of Mother's Finest from Atlanta. Um, so so funkiness, bluesiness, Southern. You know, guitar hero ness, guitar solos, um, even his kind of look to him. Every you know, there's a lot about Pat Travers that makes you think Southern rock. All right, let's move on. Um, track number four. Take a listen to this. This is a band you might have heard of called Fog Hat with Stone Blue. All right, so here you have uh, you know representing the English problem somewhat, um, or or the problem of bands with members from all over the place, or again like Pat Travers bands that move. Foghat to me, let's look at the sound first of all. Quintessential, quintessential Southern rock band. They they totally sound like a Southern rock band. You think of Slow Ride and Terraplane Blues and um, 
My Babe and the energy, the songs on Energized. You think of Driving Wheel. You know, when I think of Southern Rock, I think of uh, trucker songs. So you got Driving Wheel and Burning the Midnight Oil and uh, Don't Run Me Down and all the all these things. Um, um, even Fool for the City sounds like sounds like a song, uh, like a Southern Rock song. So so essentially, Foghat is a splinter band from Savoy Brown who is a uh, English blues band. So Foghat is is kind of a strip-away band from the British blues boom. The British blues boom, I mean, you could say a lot of that stuff sounds like a southern rock band. You could say Humble Pie, uh, The Faces, uh, Trapeze for a, for a brief minute in the middle there. Uh, you could say Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street um, is a southern rock album and even beggar's banquet to some extent um so so you know no one's ever going to say rolling stones is a southern rock band because they're so they're so massively huge everybody knows where they're from and they're so associated with england anyways but this whole british blues boom thing definite crossover you know zz top essentially was was um uh influenced by by the blues boom Jimi hendrix but see, you know, Seattle, but moved to moved to England. But Cream, Yardbirds, all that stuff. So a lot of these bands, um, a lot of the Southern rock bands are are super super influenced by the British blues boom. You know, you think of the ultimate, um, you know, marriage. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Derek and the Dominoes, Layla, Eric Clapton, the, the Delaney folks, all that thing. So um, there there was a lot of carryover. You think of bands recording in Memphis, Led Zeppelin coming and doing, I think it's Led Zeppelin 3, uh, in uh, Ardent, I think it is. Is that what it's called? With uh, with Terry Manning or whatever. But um, so Fog had, have the, had, they have this complicated history, but okay, so let's, so let's look at it. So Roger Earl, long, 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 long time, um, you know, American, lives in New York. Uh, Rod Price was English. Tony Stevens, the bass player, was English. But Craig McGregor was from Iowa. So, you know, the classic lineup, Craig, you know, we dearly departed. We lost him to cancer. But the in the current lineup, lineup Brian Bassett is from Pittsburgh. Charlie Hewn is from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, you know, this is a band... Uh, so, so this is a band uh, that, that's that's just as American as they as they are British. You know, they 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 be, they, they started a lot more British, uh, but they are really considered America's band, like one of you know one of America's own in a way. You think of you think of Slow Ride or or like I say, Driving Wheel, Night Shift. Um, all these things that, that just feel like the American experience, uh, driving tunes, trucker tunes, you know, another thing I want to bring up. So, so again, Foghat Live has those outdoor live shots. And again, that, that, that just makes me feel Southern band. And also, um, nudie con, nudie suits. So you think of the, the Nashville, uh, the suits with all the spangles and glitter on them. Foghat uh, adopted uh, that somewhat in the 70s. They, they kind of got into that look. So that gives you that, that country, Nashville, Southern rock sort of feel to them as well. I thought Lonesome Dave had a very um, sort of um, Southern rock bluesy singing style. There's slide guitar, there's long hair, mustaches uh, in this band. Um, so, so many things about, about Foghat feel to me like a Southern rock band. I'm looking at the cover of Night Shift. You got three massive handlebar mustaches in the band out of four guys. Um, you've got the you've got the brown period album covers just like ZZ Top. You've got rock and roll outlaws and uh, and rock and roll 
Um, and the first one is is just like a like a black and white sepia tone photo. Um, you know, later on, Eric Cartwright joins the band, and this they they go into their sort of new wavy, uh, you know, radio radio friendly period. But Eric Cartwright is from New York. Nick Jameson, famous dude uh, for his acting later, but he was instrumental in their big hit album Fool for the City, and he's from Missouri. Um, so a lot of reasons to uh, you know to to call them an American. American band, uh, certainly. And when you call them an American band, what do you really mean? You you kind of, you know, if you're going to take it away from England and call them American band, you're kind of thinking Southern rock uh, in a way. But putting all that aside, they totally, totally, totally sound like a quintessential perfect Southern rock band. All right. Let's move on. We are up to our last uh, selection. Take a listen to this. This, uh, this is one of the more interesting cases. This is Bachman Turner Overdrive with Gimme Your Money, Please. All right, so BTO, famously from Canada, um, I, I guess, uh, what, all more or less, uh, you know, Manitoba, Winnipeg, um, band, offshoot band from the Guess Who. Um, so uh, very interesting choice here. So so I this, this debut album that this song came from, almost every song on this album and many, many songs throughout the catalog sound like absolutely quintessential Southern rock songs. Um, why do they sound that way? There's a lot of traditional rock and roll in what they do, boogie-woogie, a little bit of bluesiness, even a little bit of jazziness out of Randy Bachman. Um, you know, he's he's definitely a, a, a versatile guitar player, um, but that, that jazziness makes me think a little bit of the Allman Brothers when they do that sort of stuff, blue-collar. Uh, and whatnot, but um, also in the gruff vocals of Fred Turner, which you hear on this uh, song that I used as an example here. And then Randy has that thin, fey, high voice, and sometimes you hear that in Southern Rock as well. So so they've got these two singers. Both of them feel kind of Southern Rock to me. Um, they have lots of songs about trucking and driving. Uh, they've got an album called Four Wheel Drive. Where's my, where's my BTO stuff here? Um, so... Yeah, BTO2, um, you know, Bachman Turner, you know, said so they've got a gear as their logo. Um, they've got long hair, beards and mustaches. Um, you know, they're both, you know, Fred and Randy were both famous for their big barrel-chested, big beer bellies on them. So they totally look like Southern Rock guys in that sort of overweight look. Um, and this is another band as well, uh, like Foghat, and even more so are associated with uh, with the nudie suits, nudie con. So, so they they look like a country rock band, and yet they rock hard. Now, what what does that mean? That that means you're a southern rock band. Uh, they just happen to be from Canada, but you know, famous for taking care of business, let it ride, um, tramp. Uh, what else we got here? So they got an album called Four Wheel Drive. Um, let's see what's on here. Okay, so we don't need to name those songs. So this this one that I played, um, this is one of the first kind of heavyish albums I ever owned. This Bachman Turner Overdrive, the the first album 
uh, just called BTO or Bachman Turner Overdrive. Uh, so that was Give Me Your Money, Please. We've got Hold Back the Water, Blue Collar, Little Gandy Dancer, total, total Southern rock song. Stayed Awake All Night uh, in the future will be covered by Crocus, but it sounds Southern rock, Down and Out Man. Don't Get Yourself in Trouble. Thank you for the feeling. I mean, this, this entire record sounds like the most Southern rock album you ever heard in your life, and yet they're from Canada. Um, but uh, yeah, so they got an album called Freeways. Um, you know, so what do we got on here? Shotgun Rider, My Wheels Won't Turn, and the title track, Freeways, uh, BTO Japan Tour. Not not a band that you associate with Japan in any way whatsoever. Um, <laughs> but here they are, yeah, Slow Down Boogie, uh, Roll Down the Highway, right? Um, so there you go. I've I've always argued this. I mean, we had a, we had a little debate with my my little email group with uh, with Monty Connor and the like, and I I basically said, told them, look, man, this this is such a Southern rock band. It's not funny. Sledgehammer. They cover Mississippi Queen. I'm looking at the live album here. There's Roll on Down the Highway again. Yeah, they're not fragile albums. Got a big box of gears. Um, he's got a he's got a Michigan State uh, shirt on, so it's not Southern rock, but it's American. It makes you think America. Um, it's yeah, you see you see a you know a, a resplendent nudie suit here. Um, yeah, the funny thing about this album, Randy told me. I remember they called it not fragile to uh, contrast it with Yes is fragile. So so they're like the rough and tumble guys, right? Uh, versus yes, so it was a little dig at yes, but uh, but yeah, so so uh, so incredibly southern rock in so many ways. This band um, that I had to include in, them in here as uh, as southern rock by proxy. There you go. Um, so that is uh, this week's episode. If you like this show and want to support future episodes, please go to Kofi rhymes with no fee uh, dot com slash Martin Popoff. Hit that red support button. Buy me a coffee or a pump. Um, yeah, we've got a we've got a nice uh, a nice little batch of uh, of of supporters. I really appreciate it, guys. I love the encouragement uh, to to make me uh, you know check in and do this show uh, every day. I want to thank uh, Blaze Barshaw, Todd Bookman, Bruce Campbell, Andrew Clark, Dave Fisher, Jeremy French, Matthew. Kuiper, Cooper, uh, Kevin Latham, Jamie Laszlo, Jason Leonard, Augustin Garcia de Paredes, Brian Sager, Jared Shelton, Andrew Smith, Colston Veer, Roberto Vega, and Robert Yates for their kind support. Uh, as always, you can go to martinpopoff.com for your book needs. Um, I recently got in last week, and it's doing rather well, the new Angel book. Uh, what did I call it? The, uh, the Fortune on the Rocks with Angel. I've still got the Thin Lizzy hardcover. I just checked I still have a supply of The Merciful Fate. I'm down to my last box on Van Halen Unchained, a Van Halen user manual. I've still got the Thin Lizzy uh, hardcover. Yeah, The Maiden. Did I say that already? The Maiden trilogy. Oddly, I can supply all of that. I've got about one box left of all of that. So we're, we're talking 30, 40 copies. Um, there you go, martinpopoff.com. Thanks again for uh, checking in and listening. We shall talk to you next time. Bye for now. Find all of our shows, notes, social, and links at www.pantheonpodcast.com or wherever you listen to great podcasts. All songs can be found for purchase on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please purchase these great and important tracks. Find us on Facebook at The RNRAP. We are on Instagram at RNR Archaeology. Tweet us at R&R Archaeology.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.